Welcome to B.O. Boys, Monday, January 13th. It's a fucking raw feed. Fucking we're doing it live. You know what? We are doing this a little bit later than normal because it was Oscar Day. Oscar Nom Nom Noms. So Oscar Nom Nom Noms came out. I'm Pat. I'm Clayton. Sorry. You already know us by now, but you're right, Pat. We should do that. There's always new new listeners who are just stumbling upon it. Yeah. So- we're going to talk a lot about Oscars because they they do impact the box office, yes. and we'll get into that. But also, let's talk about Oscars because they're the fucking Oscars, huh? Of course we're going to talk about it. we got to talk about the Oscars, huh? So, I mean, listen, if you're interested in box office, you're probably interested in the Oscars. Yeah, you're a maniac. You yeah. care about all this stuff. You want to know about on-set uh, fatalities mm-hmm. and uh, contract disputes. You, you want to know all that stuff. Right. So- we are going to be talking a little bit about the box office from last weekend, which was January 10th. So we're going to go over that really fast, top 10. And then we're going to get into the meat of this, which is Oscars. I mean, I think this weekend's box office is very heavily tied into the Oscars. Well, because our number one movie is 1917 Ugh. that went wide and it opened. I know it- I'm supposed to be an unbiased B.O. boy, unbiased <laughs> box office observer. <coughs> But everything about 1917 just ticks me off. Uh, yeah, full disclosure, it's a movie that we don't want to win any awards. No. And we're afraid that it's going to ruin what could be a great Oscar year Yes, with its old white man bullshit. And war. And it's not even... It's not even the Great War, huh? No, it's World War One, which no nobody one cares. You know, I think half of the Academy is going to be voting like this is a World War Two movie. Uh, 100%. I think if we want to smear this movie, we say, guys, it's not the Great War. It's the one before that that no one cares about. Yes, Hitler's not in this, guys. He's not showing up at the end. Yeah, this th- you're not fighting Hitler. You're not fighting Hitler in this. No, you're not making a statement with this movie. So th- I think that's the biggest smear we can do. Yes, is just say. World War One. It's about the war that nobody has any idea why it happened. It has Sam Mendes come out and say, has he said, this is a World War One movie? No. I guarantee he has never said that in an interview. He's dodged every He's question. He's dodged what every war? Every, yeah. What war happened in 1917? World War. World War. World War. Which one? World War. This scumbag. Yep. Who is, it's, it's lying by omission. Yes, exactly. No, I'd like to see Mendes a... is a total sleaze, and not in a good way. In, no. in a way that ruins lives. Absolutely ruins Oscar viewing, yeah. which is the most important thing. So opened with thirty six point five million dollars for a running cum of thirty nine point two because it made some money in limited release. This definitely got a Golden Globes bump. Yes, it is uh, going to get a Oscar nom 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 bump. In the sense that if this movie didn't get a lot of awards, it probably would fall, uh, not precipitously, but it would probably fall lower than it's going to next weekend. Mm-hmm. Because I think this is going to have a stronghold. Yeah, it's got the it's got now this month of January where I guess it's just going to it's going to dominate because it's got from now until the Oscars on February 9th where. It's going to have so much buzz. People are going to feel like they've got to see it ahead of the Oscars. And you don't have anything you don't have anything else similarly big. You have, you know, we're going to talk about later. You have Doolittle and kids movies, but you got Bad Boys. 
for you life. You do have bad boys. That is true. But it, can the bad boys beat bad movie? Uh, can the bad boys think? Can the bad boys beat what people think is the greatest generation? Because they think 1917 yeah, is a World yeah. War II This movie. isn't even the greatest generation. No. No, but I, I guarantee you people are going to this This movie is like the toe-picking generation. This, yes. This, this is, is the, They were just sitting around picking their toes. This is the generation that caused the Great Depression in a couple of years. That's right. This is not something to celebrate. No. This is the generation that came out of that war and, and screwed it all up for the greatest generation. That's right. They're the boomers of that generation. Like, they're yes. the boomers' boomers. The greatest generation, they would say the 1917 generation, okay, boomer. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But that's not in Mendez's uh, uh, advertising campaign. No. Tell us that it's World War One. Tell they deserve to know he what movie they're seeing. Mendez won't do it. Oh, Mendez won't do it. And you know what? He pulled it off this weekend because that movie made $36 million opening weekend. Uh, you know, conning people out of their money, making them think it's it's not World War One. Sick. It's sick. It is sick. It's fucking disgusting. It is, is what it is. So this movie did way over our what we expected. From last week. Yeah, yeah. We so okay. Because I was thinking a little under twenty five. Yeah, our top our top five was a mess. Uh, so. I'll tell you, uh, your top five, 1917, you said Jumanji was going to go over Star Wars. We both had that. Uh, well, I think we're one weekend early. We're one weekend early, but I think it's next weekend happen. Jumanji ends up, because they were about a million apart. And then you were right with Like a Boss, but Just Mercy came in right under Like a Boss. Surprising. Good and for Beat Just Little Mercy. Women. And I was a mess. Uh, I had... I, I, I had uh, it was a mess. It was a mess. So I don't what, what is what is the actual top five? What did it come out? Top five, 1917, number one, Star Wars, Rise of the Skywalker. It was it made 15.05 million, down 56%. It's at a cum of 478.1 million. So we're not even talking about Jedi anymore. No, Jedi's, so, Jedi is an impossibility. We are talking about Rogue One. And it is now because five thirty is the is the magic number for this movie. Can it beat Rogue One? It has no chance. It is now it's trending good. behind Rogue One. <laughs> it has no Rogue chance. One. This Ro- is the final movie of forty two years of Star Wars. The, that's what the media is saying. Yep. And this movie is going to make less than a Star Wars story offshoot. This it's going to make Rogue One is Star Wars 3.5. It's an in-betweener movie. <laughs> That's like if Jackass 3.5 made more than, yes! than Jackass yes! 3. Exactly. That is if the straight-to-comedy central late-night Jackass, you know, B, th- th- those those movies are comprised of the B clips. Yeah. The unused stunts. Rogue One is basically <laughs> an unused stunts of Star Wars. Yeah. And that is going to end up ahead of the rise of Skywalker, bigger the rise than of, your nine movie capper. Yeah, the rise of Skywalker being such a failure. How that is not leading off the nightly news every single night. And listen, I'm in the tank for the media. We all know that. I'm a brainworm inside the media. You're head. part of the media. No, but even I'm I, part even, of it in the fact that I'm a brainworm inside it. But even I will say, I want to do it harm. The media, as great as it is, is failing right now because. The front page of every paper, 
and the lead story on every nightly newscast should be Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, an all-time box office disaster. Mm-hmm. The fact that we are the only ones clanging that bell, going through town, clanging the bell. Village Idiot is right behind us. He's clanging the bell for a different reason, but we're clanging the bell to let people know. We're in front of the idiot? We're, we're in front of the idiot. Okay. Yeah, and sometimes and people get confused. And we're saying, confused. listen, we're not the idiot. He's no. behind us. No, it's another guy. He's, You know what he's saying? He's saying, oh, great job, Star Wars. Exactly. That, what, another great movie. Exactly. And the, and the media is listening to him instead of us. <sighs> yeah. Wrong bell. We probably shouldn't be acting exactly like the town idiot yeah. if we want to you know, differentiate ourselves. Sure, but you know what? New York Times, Washington Post, NBC Nightly News, you guys should be able to still differentiate the bells. Yeah. That's up to the media. Yeah. That's up to the media to do that. Yeah, the media should differentiate the bells, and our bell is clinging to say that The Rise of Skywalker is an all-time dud, and it's not going to even catch Rogue One. It's so funny because history will bear us out. We will be looked at as... As truth tellers. Yes. But now it's like we're like the Dixie Chicks. Yes. Nobody wanted to hear the Dixie Chicks in 2002. No, no. But everyone wants them now, I guess. Uh, well, Soon. Uh, us and the Dixie Chicks will, will be written about well in 80 years. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Uh, Jumanji, number three. Down 47%. 14 million. Cum of 257 <sighs> Point one, you're right. We're one week early. Yeah, uh, it's gonna overtake Star Wars. It's got. Yeah, because they they were what about a million different this weekend, million and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So next weekend, Jumanji's Jumanji's decline is less every week than Star Wars. So next week, it will pull ahead in the rankings. Number four, like a boss, Tiffany Haddish, Rose Byrne, uh, Selma Hayek. It made ten million dollars for a cum of ten million dollars. It and Just Mercy were neck and neck. And it looks like like a boss pulled ahead this morning. Uh, we saw this movie. It was fun. It was fun, yeah. I mean, great talent on screen. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no story there. The The jokes are, you know, the scattershot. But you got star power. Haddish and uh, Rose Byrne and Selma Hayek are really fun together. Billy Porter, very funny, yes. too. I think this movie will make about 30-something. Yeah. We're... Where do we think Tiffany Haddish is right now as a box office draw? So this is from the Girls Trip team. Obviously, that was her big breakout, made over 100 domestic. You know, if we're looking at Like a Boss opening at 10 and finishing in the 20s or 30, it's it's not a, it's not great. Teaming up with the Girls Trip team and ending up at 30 million domestic is, is not a great sign. The issue with comedy, as I think we've said on this podcast before, is that you can find comedy pretty much anywhere. The promos for this, any interview Tiffany Haddish is involved with, is as funny as this movie. Yes. So just people are just watching the promotional content. I don't think it's, it's a shame that she is coming to stardom in this age mm-hmm. because – even back when Bridesmaids came out and you had Melissa McCarthy, the way she broke so big, there still was less options for funny people. And I think Tiffany Haddish is a huge comedy star, but comedies just don't aren't doing well at the box office right yeah. now. It's Melissa McCarthy might it's almost the last 
full-fledged comedy movie star that's gonna gonna break open mm-hmm. you know like haddish obviously had a big hit with girls trip but where is the room for her to have like five of those she she's not deadpool if she was deadpool then then we're talking buffo bobo but yeah she that, you have to, to give be... her an action you have to she's got to be a superhero yes which i mean that would be great that would be great but yeah the idea of there being Tiffany Haddish comedy vehicles that do any better than 40 or 50 million just seems it seems absurd. I and she's great. Most of the reason a lot of the reason I saw that that movie was because of Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Because I knew I could go to the theater. I wanted to see a movie. We wanted to see a movie. And we knew that we would get laughs from her. Right. So so I think she is a guaranteed laugh. But. But she's a guaranteed laugh on Kimmel. That's the thing. She's a guaranteed laugh uh, when she does a sketch on Smosh. Absolutely, absolutely. She's yeah, a, she guests yeah. on Smosh. She's, she's a guaranteed laugh in the car recording, singing a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's uh, she's throwing uh, paper into a wastebasket with the uh, dude perfect. Dude perfect. Haddish on dude perfect. Yeah. You know, you add those up. It's a it's a movie already before you even get to. She's the eating other. hot wings on hot ones. Exactly. Exactly. I mean that's a show. Yeah, and that's that's a that's, th- that's a show. That's a show. Uh, Just Mercy coming in number five. It was a tight one. So Just Mercy is a movie that you're right. It I is think, a movie, and, and that's about well. That's it. I think you know bringing up today's Oscar Nom Nom Noms Day. Just Mercy is the example of a movie that it didn't get any Oscar Nom Nom Noms today, and that's going to hurt its bo. And I think that ends it as far as an actual. Uh, any kind of box office potential. Just yes. Mercy is a movie that was designed to open up this week and get a couple of acting nom nom noms, get a best picture nom nom nom, and because of that, people would feel like, oh, I got to see this before my Oscar pool. Mm-hmm. Just Mercy is a drama that will have no effect on your Oscar pool, so I think it just falls off a cliff. Because there's so many movies you need to see, Yes, and it's not one of them anymore. So speaking of is number six, Little Women. Little Women. So, well, do we want to do we want to get? I'm chomping at the bit. Okay, to talk can I? Oscar. Okay, but we got to get blow through, through the this top six ten. or okay. ten. I won't even comment. I won't comment. Little Women, seven point six five, uh, down only forty four percent, seventy four million dollars. Okay, it's gone over a hundred worldwide, but it's going to reach a hundred because of here nom, because nom, of nom nom noms. So. We got to talk about Seven Underwater, a movie that I thought was only going to make 1.5 million. I thought it was going to be an epic bomb. For some reason, hey guys, I said last year how you guys were making really good decisions. You fucked up with this one. Seven million dollars is still horrible for a 50 million dollar movie, but seven million dollars is too much for this movie. So you say people fucked up by seeing this? Yes. Now you fucked up by seeing Underwater. Do you know seven million dollars? Are you saying that because you've seen it and it's not good? There, the elements of just... this movie are things we shouldn't promote. So you don't want to promote water? Not being underwater. Okay. I think water is fine. It's life-sustaining. Right, right, right. But you don't need to be... Do the we darkness want... of water you think we should stop promoting. The abyss, all that stuff. Nobody wants to be underwater. Okay. Nobody wants to be underwater, okay? Uh, a star that has waned... Like, we know that people don't want to see Kristen Stewart in big movies. Yet, you went out to the theater. Why did you do that? Are you trolling? Mm. Is this, and, and TJ Miller's in this movie. Is this an insult play? 
so you think t- the the uh the the troll audience went because they were like up because of TJ Miller. TJ Miller. Okay. So he's a I draw, think 6 then. million dollars of this is 4chan people. Mhm. Trying to troll the box office by saying TJ Miller's our guy. Huh. So then you're what you're saying is TJ Miller is a box office draw for a certain demographic. Okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, the studios cash those checks, so. Number 8 Frozen 2 got snubbed. For nom nom nom. Doesn't matter. Kids doesn't don't. matter. Still huge. 5.76 million, 459.3 million. It is, I think, officially the the highest uh the the it's it's highest grossing cartoon okay. uh worldwide. Of in history. In history. Yeah. More than Frozen One. Yes. Wow. Number ten oh, number nine, knives out. Talk about the movie that might get a little bit of bump, even though it didn't get a best picture. It ki- still set it's an original screenplay, so it could still get yeah. a bump from Oscar nominated. The the best picture, nom nom nom, that would have put it over the top. But it doesn't really need that much no. help because it's down it's a phenomenon. Thirty six percent, five point seven three million dollars, one hundred and thirty nine point six million dollars. Way to go. Spies in disguise, number ten, five point one. Down fifty one percent, fifty four point six mil. That's fine. Yeah, it's Bad enough w- momentum to to take him into Bad Boys. Yeah, it doesn't tarnish him before Bad Boys. And then very quickly, number eleven, Uncut Gems, mm. a movie that could have been helped if it got nominated. Yeah, this, uh, the forty three point four million dollar cum though. That is nothing to sneeze at. Oh, it's great. It's gonna It'll be hit Lady 50. Bird. It'll hit fifty. The Sandler, if Sandler had gotten a nom nom nom, we're looking at a movie that could have made seventy or eighty million dollars. Yes. Okay, you want to talk about Oscars? Yes, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. Okay. So start, start the conversation. Okay. Well, the nominations were today. Uh huh. What do we think are the big, the big, big snubs? I mean, let's start Best Actor. I think we're both on the same page for what is probably the biggest snub. Adam Sandler but, not getting nominated for Uncut Gems. Again, that's a snub in our mind. He he really I don't see I disagree. I think that the, the, he was close to getting it. He was probably close, but you you knew that the fucking academy was going to put a pope in there. You can't give them two English actors playing the pope and not expect one or two of them to be nominated. But both popes, both popes were nominated today. There are two popes and they nominated both of the popes. Jonathan Price got a Best Actor, nom, nom, nom. Anthony Hopkins, Supporting Actor, nom, nom, nom. I am so furious that both of the popes got nominated. Well, I do think that if you if you voted for one of the popes, right, one or both of the popes, you should be kicked out of the Academy because mm-hmm. that is a trap vote. That is the exact kind of person we don't want in the academy anymore. That's a too old to vote. That's pope. a too old to vote. Yeah. Too old to vote. Vote is voting for a pope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish that were the case. I wish that the two popes was actually just a fake movie uh-huh. that was out there to get old people out of the academy. Yeah. But it's not. It is a real movie, and now Jonathan Price and Hopkins are going to be up. Do you think that the same way that probably a lot of old people voted for 1917 thinking it's World War II, do you think that people voted 
for both of these popes not even knowing they were separate popes? Oh, yeah, no, they definitely just voted for a pope. They voted for a pope. Yeah. They're, do you think they thought they were voting to see who would be the new pope? I think they might have, yeah. They're waiting for uh, Black Smoke to to come out of the Vatican yeah. after the Oscar. I think uh, it's White Smoke, isn't it? Because uh, Black Smoke is bad. Well, I mean, then it should be Black Smoke because mm. the Pope's getting a nomination over Sandler is a disgrace. I just think the Pope's getting a nomination in general, not even over anybody, I think is ridiculous. Yeah. The fact that this movie got, I think, three nominations, it even got a screenplay nomination, it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So so let's start over best Dolomite. Act. Well, like, okay, Dolomite so doesn't get a nomination. So let's for talk best actor. So the five nominees are what? Antonio Banderas, Pain and Gain, uh, Adam Driver, Pain and Glory, not Pain and Gain. That is the <laughs> Rock. And that is that's a movie that should have got that should have that yeah that was uh, that was Michael Bay's pet project his arty piece that was his 70s throwback movie. Mm-hmm. So now that's a movie that's a better jo- movie than Joker. Not that we're talking about quality. Yes. So you got uh, Banderas, Adam Driver, Leo for Once Upon a Time. You got Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Can you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. When you sure. bring me up, sure. could you bring me up as Best Actor nominated Joaquin Phoenix as Joker? Well, not even just nominated. He's the presumptive favorite. Yeah. You know, it's so it's so interesting that that he's going to win and that Joker is going to be a character that has a second Oscar winner in the past, like 10 years. So this is like Hamlet. Joker is the greatest part in, um, in American uh, letters. Yeah. I, (laughs) I think when we look back in history, we're going to see the decline of Western civilization (laughs) started with two Oscars for two separate Jokers. (laughs) How many Jokers will win a Oscar for acting in our lifetime. Are, are we thinking we're going to see 15 to 20 Yeah, Jokers? I was going to say, uh, 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 more or less than 12. Because Phoenix winning is the second person to win Joker in, I think, what, 10, 12 years? Yeah. And so the rate- With modern can, medicine the way it is. it's Well, science, uh, science multiplies at a greater degree as you go through- so that means four years from now, someone else will win Joker. And then it's going to be like every other year from that point. I think uh, Freddie Mercury, uh, past Oscar winner, mm-hmm. or at least a pale imitation one last year. And thank God Taron Edgerton did not get a nomination, by the way. You're really but, happy about uh, that. Yeah, I'm so happy about that. He sang Who Wants to Live Forever. And I never really thought about that song until now, thinking about seeing all those Jokers win Oscars, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know what? I don't want to live forever. Because mm-hmm. that would mean I would see thousands of Jokers mm-hmm. winning Oscars. And I just don't want to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, climate change, I guess, isn't uh, so the bad. worst thing. Yeah, it's yeah. not so bad if it stops us from seeing the 500th Joker win mm-hmm. an Oscar. <laughs> so then we think we both think Joker is the favorite to win Best Actor. Yes. Does Joaquin go up in the clown makeup? If he doesn't, then they should take it away from him. Yeah. Does he does he shoot someone on stage? Mm-hmm. He's gotta. He's gotta. Yeah. You gotta do it the whole way. Yeah. He's gotta shoot De Niro on stage. He's gotta <laughs> Didn't he, I mean De Niro didn't get a nom nom nom. But you know what? He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. I mean, I thought he was good in the Irishman, but as we got closer, to me he was running like He's no 12. Pope. He's no 
Jesus. He ain't no pope. I can't believe these popes. And then, of course, Jonathan Price as the 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 other one of the popes. We're, we're happy about Antonio, though, right? Yeah, he's he's a movie star. He's had a lot of hit movies. Puss he, in Boots. Can we say most likely, if he wins, which he won't, to walk over chairs? Would he be the one most likely to walk over chairs? Um, he's got that vibe. He's a he's a celebratory guy. He's older though. He's on the older side. Banderas is jo- he's cool though. Is, I don't think he would walk on chairs. Is Jonathan Price most likely to get yes. wheeled up? Oh, that's interesting. Will he be on wheels by the time? Not that he's going to be. Well, Hopkins. Uh, does Hopkins come out on the hand truck? Like Hannibal Lecter. Well, if he really does him and Price. Okay, hit Anthony Hopkins, Jonathan Price, side by side, attached to hand trucks in Pope outfits. <laughs> I mean, that's with gags on their mouth. Is <laughs> that, that is... how they walk the campaign. red carpet? Yeah, that's a campaign. If they said, "Let's do this," and we're going to go to all the hot parties, yes, like this, like Hannibal Lecter on a hand truck. I think both popes win. Yes, you can't not vote for popes on hand trucks in Lecter masks. Yeah, no, that, that changes is such my a opinion circus. on the popes. Adam Driver will just throw his hands up in the air. No, he'll n- punch a hole in the wall if he sees a fucking pope hanging, uh, hanging on out at one truck. of the parties on a hand truck. Yeah. Yeah, there's no amount of songs from Company Adam Driver could sing to overcome that. There's no way. There's no way. So, best actor, we we both think Joker's probably going to— is the favor right now. Yeah. Driver, any chance? No. No chance? No. no. Is he second in the race right now? Who would you say is the race well, between? Uh, I, I mean— Because you, you thought Taron Egerton, Rocket Man, if he was in this, was the only one who had a chance yeah, to win. Yeah, now I don't other... think it's a. I don't think it's a race at all. I think it's Joaquin. Wow. If you put Edgerton in there, I'm thinking it's a two-man. Now I don't think it's anything. Wow. I think this is boring. I think this is a boring race. Interesting. All right, so Best Supporting Actor. We've got so we've got five people who have all won Oscars. Pitt, of course, has not won an acting Oscar, but he has a producing Oscar. So well, you've got— speaking. so sorry not to jump around, but speaking of Joker, you know if that wins Best Picture, you know who's going to get an Oscar? Oh, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. My man Coops. Right. So I'm almost rooting for it for that. It does it does affect the rooting interest. Yeah. So Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Pope, Al Pacino, Irishman, Joe Pesci, Irishman, Brad Pitt, once upon a time. This I think is a lock for Brad. Yeah. Uh, it'd be insane if if somebody else won this. He gave a great speech at the Globes. He's so he's just such a cool guy. Everybody else has won. Yeah. Everyone else is one for acting, and Joe Pesci's not even going to show up. He doesn't want it. No, he doesn't want it. So, are we going through all the categories? Well, the, the, big, the big four, the acting, okay. and then directing and picture. We're not talking makeup and okay. shit like that, and no one's ever going to... No documentary short. Come on. <laughs> Best... So, well, well in, e- in either of these categories we've talked about so far, is there anything that is affecting box office? Does Hank's... Winning Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is out of theaters. Yeah, I don't think it's getting a bump. It's barely in theaters anymore. Irishman, you know, will get more views. That's not box office. Well, the interesting thing about this is most of these movies are out of theaters or never were in theaters. Yeah. Because I was looking at what the box office totals are for this year's nominees and last year's nominees, and it was hard this year because 
you've got Marriage Story and Irishman, right? Which are movies that reached an audience the equivalent of a hundred million dollar movie, right? But we don't have any box office, right? 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 Yeah. So it affects Netflix views, but it doesn't affect box office. Yeah, I guess none of those movies in the actor categories could really do anything. Like maybe Joker gets. Joker might get re-released into theaters in the next couple of weeks, leading into the Oscars. It's possible. I, I would, I would bet Joker is gonna gonna see a theater bump. Yeah, it could. Especially like we said, their hashtag releasing the JJ screens. Oh Star yeah, Star Wars is, is shedding screens. Oh yeah. So Joker might walk up. Can you do me a favor? When you open the theater. Could you put a few screens in for Joker? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? We were walking by a small theater the other night, mm-hmm. me and you, yes. and we saw Joker playing in a very small theater that usually plays the lowest of the low. Oh, like It was the theater that played Travolta's Fred Durst-directed movie. Yes. It played The Fanatic, and now it's playing Joker. Yeah. I bet you, well, I mean, that actually then tracks as the same guys who's programmed that theater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's do uh, Best Actress. Yep. Cynthia Revo, Harriet. That won't get a bump because it's not in theaters anymore. Nope. Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story, not in theaters. Saoirse Ronan, Little Women. Now, this helps. This helps. To say that it has that many nominations is going to get people out. So yes. we're going to see this movie have a stronghold or maybe even an increase. This movie, Little Women, might be the movie that is going to get the biggest bump from the Oscar nom nom noms. And that's it is, great. Yeah. Because it's, it's right in the heart of its theater run. Mm-hmm. It got the best picture nom nom nom. Got a couple of acting nom nom noms. Florence it, Pugh. Florence Pugh, uh, Greta Gerwig didn't get Best Director, but she got Screenplay. And so much of the talk today is about Greta Gerwig not getting Best Director. That will push people into the theaters. Yes. Anybody who has not seen this movie already. And that's the thing. This movie, like some other movies in the past that are get a nom 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 bump, People are already seeing this movie. Yeah. This is not a movie people are being forced to see or are saying this is a medicine movie and I'm only seeing it because the Oscars. People right. Shape want, of Water, yeah. Yeah. People want to see this movie. Yeah. Then we've got Charlize Theron for Bombshell. That is not going to get a bump. Dead in the Water. And Renee Zellweger for Judy, a movie that doesn't exist. Nobody has seen this movie. I have a screener of it, and I tried to watch it several times, and I couldn't. Because it's blank. It's just blank. Yeah. Well, I, maybe my DVD player doesn't work. Okay. But I, I don't know. No, I would blame it on the thing you don't own. Yeah. Uh, she's the presumptive favorite. I don't know where that came from, but it's it's I'm, a fact at this point. I'm feeling this is a Glenn Close, the wife situation. I Maybe it's hopeful thinking. I don't think Renee Zellweger is going to win for this. I think ScarJo is going to win. I think there is a lot of momentum behind ScarJo. She got two different acting nominations. Yes. Marriage Story is a movie that people have actually seen in great numbers. No one's seen Judy, but fucking everyone has their opinion on Marriage Story. Everyone's, you know, talking about it online. Everyone's arguing with it at their dinner parties. And ScarJo is a lightning rod. Mm-hmm. She is a lightning rod, and she's in some ways like a protest pick yeah. for certain people 
in in the academy and i'm gonna bet you she's a favorite for older voters in the academy because she's been around forever she made a lot of people a lot of money and she you know she wants to do things in a way that i think the older voters are going to be into this is the year of two popes and two scar joes yeah because as a voter you're going to look and see even if you didn't see any of these movies you're going to see oh she's nominated twice yep and they're going to give Laura Dern supporting because they like and know Laura Dern. But then they'll say, you know what? If she was in both these categories, she deserves an Oscar. Right. Let's give her the that. Let's give her the 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 main one because we haven't seen Judy. Exactly. Because our disc didn't work. Our we disc- tried to put it in and it didn't work. That you know that's and huge. the link was a Rickroll. That's huge. If I the got discs a, don't work. I got a disc that didn't work, mm-hmm. and I click on the link. And it's Rickroll. I got Rickrolled. And I don't know if I was the only one, but I think this movie is a Rickroll. You can't vote for a Rickroll. You can't. No. No. Because it didn't play in theaters. So, so Although you... if you did go to see Judy in the theater, email us and let us know if you got Rickrolled. The B.O. Boys podcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Let us know if you have proof that Judy exists or is it just a Rickroll? Yeah. Let so, us know. So right now, are you still... Today, thinking Renee is still the winner? I got to until someone else wins. And then I will probably be less bullish on it. Do you think if she wins, it is just someone brings a monitor up? And and Rick rolls us. And Rick rolls us. Probably. I don't know. That's why we love the Oscars, because it's just a night where surprises can happen. Yeah. Supporting actress. Oscar-nominated... Richard Jewell, Kathy Bates. Does wow. this movie get a huge bump? No way. Will this movie no go up 5,000%? This movie only gets a bump. To then make a million dollars. <laughs> this movie only gets a bump if they advertise that they have recut the movie so heavily that the character of Richard Jewell is barely in it, and they change the title to Mama Jewell. Mama Jewel would be great. Mama Jewel would be a great spinoff. Yeah. Mama Jewel would be a great sitcom spinoff, like yes. Alice. Yes. Academy Award nominated Kathy Bates this Thursday, ABC, 830, Mama Jewel. Mama Jewel. That'd be great. Yeah. And every week she's just crying over her son. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. It's it's really funny. It's funny. It's not sad. No. Uh, Laura Dern, Marriage Story, the presumptive favorite. Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit. Florence Pugh, Little Women, something I'm very happy about. So this, and this is a star making and Margot Robbie. Yeah. So this is a this is a anointing by nominated Florence Pugh. This is she is going to be somebody who's nominated several times in the 2020s. Yeah. So rightfully so. So and that's another one where Little Women is poised to be the movie that gains the most from these nom nom mm-hmm. noms. Oh, absolutely. The f- the fact that it's supporting and best actress and all the things you mentioned. Yeah. This is a lot of nominations for this movie. The ads are already out saying nominated what six times. Mm-hmm. It's this is great. People are going to rush out to this movie. Yeah. The two big winners, 1917 and Little Women. Yeah. That's going to get the butts in the seats. So just one thing on this category, the big snub. J-Lo did not get a nom 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 for Hustlers. Yes. That, that is shocking. It is shocking, and it is an act of aggression. Yes. Because, and we've talked about this, 
And obviously, we're not talking about politics or anything uh, other than if it relates to box office. But something I will say is that the Academy likes people who are, I guess, what is the term? Like, not contrite because she has nothing to be contrite for, but they like... They, I think they like their their nominees or presumptive nominees to be to, thankful, to be thankful, to be grateful, to grateful. be ter- to be ter- like Taryn Edgerton yes. is someone who almost got a nom 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 solely on how thankful and grovelly he yes. has been. He was an he was the Eddie Redmayne. Eddie yes. Redmayne. That's how he got a nom nom nom, and that's how he beat Michael Keaton. It back in uh, the what Birdman? The Birdman year. Birdman because year. Keaton just could not be bothered to try. No, and and he was a guy who had some sort of baggage, and he wasn't contrite, like you said. He wasn't thankful enough. Same thing with Stallone. That's why Stallone did not win. Stallone had a lot going on. <laughs> but also, but, but what about J Lo? What what happened here? It's because they saw her lose, and she looked like a bad loser. Well, she lost to the Globes and looked pissed off. But at that point, well, you're right because the 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 Oscar nomination ballots were still out for a couple of more days after the Golden Globes aired. So. There, yeah, there is a chance because that night J-Lo did not win. Laura Dern won. And just on camera, it was very obvious J-Lo was pissed. And you're right. There's probably a lot of last-minute voters who saw that and were just like, eh. Well, the Academy Let likes, me get ScarJo in there again. The Academy likes serious actors. Yeah. And when they think serious actor, they think old British dude. A la the Popes. Oh, if they could have got a Pope in the supporting actress category, they would have. Yeah, I'm surprised there wasn't. Yeah, I'm surprised there wasn't. Uh, there was probably no female actors in the Pope, so that's why they couldn't put uh, somebody in this. Right. But I think they definitely look at her as too, too us weekly. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. She's too celebrity, not actor. Right. And I think... F- they they just didn't want to give it to her. Yeah, this this you're right. This is an act of aggression. It was. It's an act of aggression. Yeah, and it's the same thing with Eddie. Eddie keeps getting snubbed because he Eddie does, Murphy. Eddie Murphy, not Eddie Redmayne. No, not Eddie Redmayne. Uh, Eddie Murphy gets snubbed because people don't think that he want he wants it, but he's not willing to do what they want him to do in order to get it. Right, and he shouldn't because he's a giant megastar who's made billions of dollars right and yeah there mm, there is a racial component to both of these oh 100 percent, absolutely there is it's just because it's the academy and the academy likes what they like and they like old white men yeah and they like really and young they like girls. the young white women who date them <laughs> exactly and that's the they thing they could imagine scar joe and jonathan price is a cute couple <laughs> yes yeah but j-lo has too much authority right and, uh, yeah, that, I do think, plays a big part into it. Yeah. And that's just saying from the his- history of the Academy and Oscars. Right. Because we are experts. So this category, Laura Dern, has almost no competition. Because I thought J-Lo was the only other person who could have won this category, and she's not even nominated. I don't see anyone that could win supporting actress other than Laura Dern. Florence Pugh... It would be such a welcome surprise. Yeah, but also good. You're right. They could go. They go ingenue in supporting actress sometimes. But you know what? She should have been double nominated too. 
for, well... Midsommar. So one of our friends, one of our listeners, a wannabe old boy, Nick Turner, uh-huh. who was host of Get Rich Nick and recently added, big podcast star. Yeah. Texted me right before this, opening up a big theory. This is breaking news. That is this a uh, Marissa Tomei situation? Of course, famously, there's a, a theory that Jack Palance at the Oscars many years ago read the wrong name out for supporting actress. For the winner. For the winner, said Marissa Tomei, and she won even though she wasn't the winner. It's a conspiracy theory. It's out there. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just, you know, it's been letting debunked. people know about it. Uh, you know, maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. Anyway. You sound like me. So what I'm saying now. That's or, worrisome. Or what Nick Turner brought up here. Do we have a similar situation where this morning they accidentally read Florence Pugh's name with the wrong movie in the wrong category? Did she really get nominated for Midsommar for Best Actress? Well, then what would that mean for Best Actress? Who who who's in the wrong? And then on the spot. Then you they know, double they JoJo. Right. Then they, they had to come up with something else on the spot. It's a theory is what okay, I'm saying. Okay, okay. It's Nick Turner's theory. Could be. Listen to recently added, he might expand upon this theory, he might not. I don't know. But it's a theory out there. I do agree that for somebody who was also nominated in another category, she was snubbed. Yes. She was snubbed for Midsommar, which was a movie that without her performance, her central performance, that movie would have not been as great as it is. Yeah, she she had a great year. Other snubs in the acting categories. Um, I would say Aquafina was someone I was thinking was going to get a Best Actress nom 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 coming into this. If there was more space between the Oscar nominations and the Golden Globe wins, she would have got a nomination because she did the speech they want to hear. Yeah, she was so great at the Globes. And the farewell pretty much got, it got zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a huge story. That's a huge snub, though it wouldn't affect the box office because that movie's already streaming. And yeah, I guess none of the other acting noms really are going to affect box office, and none of the snubs. You know, the again, the big snub is if Sandler had gotten a Best Actor nom nom nom, Uncut Gems would have added theaters and probably made at least 20 million more than it's going to end up. Yeah, it, usually the nominations if if it's a movie that is primed to be possibly a best picture, it can get a bump anywhere from 25 to 50%. Now, sometimes these are usually the movies that are nominated for the Oscars in the past few years have made such little box office that 50% a 50% bump is like 15 million dollars is is less than that yeah less than that so we're looking and what i did do you want to talk about any of the other nominations you want to talk about director well but what are let's just uh go through what are the best picture nominations okay so we've got ford v ferrari okay so does that have a chance of getting any kind of bump? Because it's still in theaters. I mean, it came out in November. It's it in... may add some theaters. Best Picture is pretty big. Yeah, so I put the box office for all the movies. So okay. it's right now at $111 million. Great. Is it going to pick up a few theaters? Maybe. We're looking at, at the most, it could probably end up at one. 
20, not even that. I mean, I just, I doubt that they're going to put that in that many more theaters. Yeah. So we got that. Then we have Little Women, which is currently just starting its run at 74, we've talked about. That's a movie that's going to go to probably 120, maybe more, because of the Oscar nominations. Mm -hmm. If that movie got blanked, that movie is still doing well, but it's not going to do as well as it did. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that's at 141. So right now, that is the second highest box office for a nominated movie. Okay. It probably is going to get beat by 1917. Mm. I think it will. Ugh. Even though so you're thinking 1917 is going to end its run over like 150 million, I think it will. I think it will because the momentum's going to start. I think this is a movie that people maybe were skipping, and now they're going to go see. Now, it, it, listen, that's if we can't get the word out that this is war. I can't even say it. War, war. I can't say it. World War One. They don't want you to say it. Mendes does not want you to get those words out. My elocution is usually perfect. Yep. And I don't understand what's happening. I don't know if someone slipped something in my drink or what's going on. We got to guard the door better at the office. So that I think is possible. Now, Joker. Mm hmm. Three hundred and thirty-four million dollars. As we know, it's a billion-dollar baby worldwide. But if Joker wins, okay, it is going to be the highest-grossing film that's won the best picture since Lord of the Rings Two Towers won in 2004. Wait, Two Towers or Return of the King? Oh, sorry, Return of the King. I think, yeah, Return of the King. Um Hold on, make sure. Okay, Return of the King, which made 300-some million dollars. Yeah. Uh, That is crazy. Wow. It might win. It might win. Because it got an editing nomination, Mm -hmm. and 1917 and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood did not. Now, I I did the box office for the past, since 2004, how many movies would you say since 2004? Okay. So last that, 15 years. That one best picture made $100 million or over. God, so we're talking 15 or six, 15 winners? Uh, six. Less than that. Less than that? Four? Five. No, six. You're right. You were right. I was right. Yeah, you were right. Oh, I six. nailed it. Yeah, you nailed it. Oh. You're exactly right. God, I how <laughs> I not I this should have been celebration. Well, I did that so that you couldn't celebrate. Okay. Because I'm upset when you get things exactly right. That's fair. Um, but yeah, in the past few have been What were the six do you have in front of you? So, uh the Lord of the Rings, million dollar baby made a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Then we have the departed, a hundred and thirty two. Slumdog Millionaire, 141, King's Speech, 138, and then Argo, 136. Nothing, like that was 2013, Argo. So nothing in like the last six years? Nope. Everything has actually made under 90. It's been a bunch of Shape of Waters and Moonlights and... uh... Yep. What else? Is Birdman, Spotlight. Birdman, Sp- 
Spotlight, god damn. Shape of Water, Green Book was the only one. It made 85, but a lot of that was after their its win. Right, right. Yeah, right now you have got some blockbusters in the Best Picture race that were blockbusters regardless of the Oscar nom-nom-noms. Yes. Like, obviously, Joker, Once Upon a Time, Ford v. Ferrari. Those are all big hits that have nothing to do with their nominations. I am going to add up, once they are through their runs, how much money the, the all of the Best Picture nominees have made this year and compare it to last year. Because last year actually had movies that made Bafa Boba. Well, you had Black Panther in there. You had Black Panther. Bohemian Rhapsody made 216. You had A Star is Born made 215. Green Book made 85. Like, so a lot of these, it's being held back this year by the JoJo's and the Parasites, which made 21 and well, 25. Well, so what about Parasite? Let's, I think Parasite and JoJo are movies that are still in theaters that are getting, have the possibility of getting what has been the, you know, the, the more recent version of the Oscar bump, like a small movie that's at the 20 or $30 million range, does it in the next month, like double its box office. I think Parasite will probably make more than JoJo because Parasite is a movie of the moment. Yes. Parasite is the Roma if Roma was in theaters. And if it was crowd-pleasing. Like Parasite yes. is, the thing about Parasite is that it is a movie that could do well at the box office because it is a great entertainment. Yeah, it is it, it, it is a great movie. But it is like in some ways like it it's a popcorn movie in some ways. Oh yeah, I mean it's a it's a super fun movie. So yeah, Parasite could ramp up theaters and, you know, make another 15 or 20 million in the next 3 weeks. Mhm. Yeah. I think it could. I am wondering what it'll expand, like how many theaters it'll it'll actually add. Yeah. Well, and JoJo too, because ScarJo got an acting nom nom nom. That's true. That's true. And it got a best picture. Yeah. Uh, but people don't seem to be talking about it anymore, no. though. No. Uh, and just to, just to say, so Return of the King made three hundred and seventy seven million. So Joker would be the be the highest since since that. then. So, what do we think is going to win right now? Best picture. 1917. Really? Yeah, because I can't have anything. There's no way that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is everybody saying is the favorite, it's my favorite movie of the year. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. There's no way it's winning Best Picture. So, you think it's just a uh, Clayton's Place in the Universe situation? Absolutely. And you know who's going to win director? Sam Mendes. Oh. Because he's the only nominee that I'd be mad if he won. And I'm telling you, a, a, an academy that Top nominates t- an academy that nominates two popes is going to pick 1917. Yeah. In le- in le- because they're not getting thrown out for the the popes voting. No. They're not. Not this year. Man. Man. Sam Mendes. So we think 1917 is going to have a huge month and it's going to win Best Picture and Best Director. I, I think because it's getting good buzz right now, it's in the theater, and there's no time for a backlash. There's no time to educate people as to the fact that it's not about World War II. We're trying, but I don't know if we can get the word out fast enough. Well, hashtag, what's the hashtag going to be? 1917. 
1917 is not World War II. Is not World War II. Get that hashtag. 1917 trending. is not World War II. Get that hashtag trending. Get that fucking tattooed on your brain. Yes. Well, Get that tattooed behind your eyelids. No, places people could see it. Foreheads. I show people inside my eyelids all the time. No, no. I'm always doing that, flipping it up. I'm just the gross guy out of the office. Sure, but most people are not doing that. It's got to be for forehead tattoos. I can also like shoot milk out of my eye. Okay. Yeah. That's not that's not stopping Sam Mendes from winning an Oscar. It's great. It might. Uh, unless you shoot it in his eye and he slips, but that'll just help him. It'll be the pity vote. Yeah, that's true. So people have got to get that trending. Hashtag 1917 is not World War II. Yes. Make sure you do that. If you don't do anything that we tell you to do other than that, mm-hmm. it's fine. Mm-hmm. Just do that. Now, director, real fast, of course, Scorsese, Irishman, Todd Phillips, Joker, which was the big surprise, wow. Sam Mendes, 1917, uh, Qu- Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time, and Bong Joe-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. All deserve it, except for... Todd except Phillips. for Mendes. And Mendes. Yeah. Although it is, because it's like, I get why people like it, but it's the same boring bullshit that we've seen... For years and years and years. Would would Todd Phillips, if he wins, at least that'll be fucking nuts. It'll be it'll be a spectacle. Uh huh. He'll go up there. He'll go. He'll go up as Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Todd Phillips wins. He's going up full face paint in a purple coat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I... he shouldn't win based on quality, but I'll take him over Mendes because at least it'll be a fucking shit show. But we are the Bo Boys, right? Correct. If we are. If we care about box office, yes, we should root for the Joker because it is a movie with the biggest bo, yeah, and therefore it sh- that should mean something. We should for the for the health of our brand. Mm-hmm. If a movie like Joker, which had Bafa Bobo, which has been pretty much talked about on every episode of this podcast ever, if we have I don't not know talked if we've about Joker. A- it's been a mistake because we've always meant to talk about Joker. I don't think we've done an episode where we haven't mentioned Joker. And also, like Todd Phillips is your boy from way back. He's, not my he's your boy from way back. back. No, and you should be happy that he is up for an award. Not my he's boy your boy. From way back. I think if this movie wins, it's a win for the Bo Boys because it's saying box office equals quality. Yeah, that and, is true, and that's great for our brand. So, do are we championing Joker? We have to. And independent, and we're also championing Little Women because that is making Buffa Bobo. Yes, all the movies that are making Buffa Bobo, we want to win, and that is over a hundred million, which I think Little Women will do. Oh, uh-huh. Ford v Ferrari has already done. Once Ooh. Upon a Time has already done. Nineteen Seventeen already has done. The only two, the runs of the litter are Parasite and JoJo. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, JoJo ain't got no bo. So it's Joker. It's Joker. Joker's a billion dollar baby. We are endorsing Joker. Officially. Officially, yes. And Phillips. Because he, that that movie didn't direct itself. And Phoenix. Yeah. That movie didn't act itself. All right. I'm in. We're officially endorsing Joker as best picture. B.O. Boys. It's good for our brand. It's It's good good for for our brand. brand. All right. All right. 
So, is there anything else with the Oscars you want to talk about? No, you could I ask did. about. You could talk about the Oscars all night. Oh, I could talk about the Oscars. You two, our biggest thing of the year is our Oscar party. Oh yeah, of course. We're going to talk about this. We are so happy when we could talk about Oscars. Yeah. This morning, you called me on your way to the subway because I to just talk watched the nomination. I DVR the nominations so that I get out of the shower and I can watch them live-ish. I mm-hmm. could I could find out the way you should find out through the. Fucking television. Yeah. Don't find out the nominations on your phone. Find out through a TV, a box square set TV if preferable. I wish I had one still so I could just watch the Oscar nominations announcement. Something with tubes. Something yes. with tubes in it. Yeah. Rabbit ears. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so anyway, we've been talking about this all day. We'll continue to talk after this podcast. We'll yeah. continue to talk for the rest until February. Yeah. And then you know what we're talking about after the Oscars? Who's gonna Who's gonna get nominated next year? Of course, right into it, nonstop. So, box office. What's coming out this weekend? Well, any other week we would be talking just about this movie. Is this one of this? Is this this is one of our big bombs? Is this coming out this weekend? Oh, for you it is. Doolittle. Wow. So the estimates for this have gone down twenty one percent. It's now at 22 million is what Box Office Pro is saying. You have got to be shitting me. And this movie this is a this is a mega bomb. Well, it it did a it did a bunch of reshoots because uh it tested very poorly. Is what I heard. Oh, you think? Yeah. This dramatic death-filled women sickness-filled Talking Animals movie didn't test well? You don't want to see an emu crying. Oh, my God. This trailer is such a disaster. They should have posters with all of the animals that say, have you seen an emu cry? <laughs> they should have a po- They They should, uh, the same way when they introduced mobsters in The Irishman and, and did a freeze frame and told you how they eventually die, that's how they should introduce all the talking animals in this Doolittle movie. Just like you show... You show a, a pigeon and then freeze frame, this talking pigeon dies of a brain tumor in uh-huh. four months. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know what? Here's, if we're talking about Oscars, so Endgame, Baffa Bobo. Yeah. You, there was a sort of campaign mm-hmm. for Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man getting a supporting nom nom nom. Do you think this was a Norbit situation? Where they looked at Doolittle mm-hmm. and said, "We can't nominate Doolittle." So with we can't have fucking Doolittle showing up at this Oscar. So the Norbit situation is, of course, Eddie Murphy was already nominated for Dreamgirls. Yeah, was the favorite to win the Oscar that year. Norbit came out right in the middle of the voting uh, block and was a huge hit. It was a huge hit, but it was him as a many different fat people and wigs and whatever. But not the many different fat people movie you're thinking of. No, no, not the Which is the clumps. Yeah. So, and the then because one. of that, the the big theory is Norbit looks so bad that Oscar voters could not vote for him to win. So you think that Oscar voters couldn't even nominate Robert Downey Jr. because- They're dominating Doolittle. Doolittle's out there. And they don't it, want fucking Doolittle on stage. They don't want a crying hippo coming up. Accepting, accepting in place of in him. Accepting in place of him. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, this movie. So this, of course, Robert Downey Jr.'s first post Iron Man role, and it's a it's it's a movie that seems to have already bombed. Yeah, it I think we've all agreed that it's going to bomb. Yes, twenty one million dollars for a movie that I've seen the budget is one hundred seventy five million. Mm-hmm. This is just people. This is not just a movie where people get fired over. This feels like a movie where whole divisions at a studio get uh, get lopped off. Oh, yeah. And people disappear. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. This is a Vince Foster situation. Yeah, People are going to picnics by themselves mm-hmm. and winding up dead. Yeah. No, there's there's Doolittle uh, animators, VO artists, mm-hmm. uh, day players. Yeah. Who whose, family will never hear from them again after yeah. this weekend. Whose trailblazer is going to be found somewhere in the woods with no driver. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, under 22, we're both going. Uh, I think you got to go under because the trend is only going to keep getting worse as this week goes on. Under 15. (sighs) That's so crazy. Because this movie just has so much advertising that by default... Because if 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 it'll make if underwater made seven million, exactly. this movie's making fifteen. Yeah, it'll make it'll make eighteen or nineteen million dollars. Okay, but we're both going under twenty two. Yeah. Now this movie could benefit from Doolittle doing little. Bad Boys for Life. Oh, that's this weekend. Yeah, of course. thirty two million is what over. Over. You think? I think it's going to be over. You're yes. saying Big Willie's back where he should be. Yes. Martin Lawrence is getting the beach bum bump. Yep. People loved him in Beach Bum and they couldn't wait. A new generation was exposed to him. And especially with Exposed Doolittle. to him is the best way to say that, too. You got to say You got to get exposed to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem bad now in this era to say, like, no, like I'm a, getting exposed to Martin Lawrence. Not like a body part, like no, a, I know. like a virus, like uh, a virus. Okay, yeah. that's that's better. So, Doolittle will do little. Doolittle will do little, and you know what? Now that I remember that Bad Boys coming out, Doolittle might might actually go even lower than we're thinking, because Bad Boys is the type of movie that, even though they shouldn't. You're going to have a lot of people taking their kids to it yeah. because they're like, I got to see this goddamn movie. Yeah. I barely ever get out to a movie. Will and Martin are teamed up again. I'm going to see this movie. Well, you know what? Because Will Smith is a huge YouTube star. Yeah. The babysitters are all going to this movie. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to find a babysitter. You got to take your kid. You're because gonna... all the babysitters are saying, "I'm not gonna, I, I, I'm not gonna stay and make twenty bucks an hour to 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 take care of your kid. I gotta go see Bad Boys for Life Friday night." Right, and instead the parents are like, "All right, fine, we're all going. Babysitter, kid, everyone's going. We're we're taking the whole front row." Yeah. So it's gonna be front rows of babysitters, babies. Kids. Yeah. Kids watching kids. Yeah. Kids watching Parents. kids watching movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is gonna be I bet you high thirties. Okay. I, I, I feel like this could do thirty seven million. For me, I feel like thirty two is around right. Really? Yeah, I think so. Do you feel that nineteen seven nineteen seventeen affects this in any way? 
is there a crossover there? I mean, I guess it's they're both like movie. That's hard. They're movies for adults in a way. Like, do you think Bad Boys for Life does it get enough of a younger demo to open as big as it could? I mean, I think that's the issue we always have is that he has a lot of social media followers, but do they follow him to the theater? Right. Will the breadcrumbs lead to a theater or will they say, oh, I'm not leaving my house, though? Right. It's sort of the Pete Davidson effect. Two, I mean, say Will Smith and Pete Davidson are on the same level. Is, but you know is what I mean. Pete Davidson is a Instagrammer yeah, who we yeah. know his fans will not follow him to a paid movie theater. Now, we, we also have IP fatigue as well. It seems like the things that are doing well are not sequels. They're original, like Knives Out. Is somebody going to go to a Bad Boys for Life when they still haven't seen Knives Out? Yeah, you know this is this is IP. This is going to really it's show I, the strength or the weakness of IP. But this is a IP that is giving you what you loved about it, which is the Bad Boys IP is just Will Smith and Martin Lawrence together. It's not like Terminator, where the IP is about this complicated futuristic time affects the future and the past bullshit. Yeah. That people stopped caring about 20 years ago. Yeah, it's Martin Lawrence, it's Will Smith, they bad boys. Right. They Exactly. It's not Charlie's Angels where the IP was Cameron Diaz doing Shaking a jiggly dance. Yeah. And you don't get that anymore. You're getting, you're getting what the IP is intrinsic to the IP. Yeah. This is not Men in Black without Will. Exactly. This is not ID4 without Will. Exactly. You're right. Um, where so, there's a will, there's a way, but I'm still saying round 30. I'd, uh, I'd go under. You're going under. Yeah, so you're thinking because, it might make like 29 or 30. No, nah, I mean, I think 29 or 30, yeah, I think that's pretty good. I think it's going to, I think Doolittle's going to keep sliding and those millions will go towards Bad Boys. I could see it hitting 37. Any chance Doolittle does so bad, Downey's back on the junk. Oh, he's got Sherlock movies coming out. Okay. So and we you shouldn't worry. You know what? We shouldn't worry for him. He is playing Tony Stark again. Is he? Yeah, I read that he's going to appear as Tony Stark in the Black Widow prequel movie. Oh, that okay. Comes out so he's May. fine. He's fine. Yeah. Okay, good. He saw the Doolittle <sighs> thing coming and he's like, give me the Iron Man. Good. Helmet. See, that that is a healthy man yep. thinking healthy thoughts. Exactly. Good for you, Robert Downey. Good for him. He's not looking to sleep in a strange bed. He's just like, give me the Iron Man costume. I'll sleep in that. That's fine. good. So that's his addiction. Yeah. He's replaced horse with an Iron Man costume. Yes. You know what? Healthy replacement. Mm-hmm. Don't, you don't have to be addicted to nothing. You can be addicted to something good. Exactly. Good Remember to be that. addicted to Iron Man costumes. Yes. Um. All right. Do you want to do our top fives now? Yeah, let's predict our top five. So we got some big new ones in here. There's a lot of new blood in this top five. You are then, I mean, are you saying Bad Boys yeah. over 1917? Yes, has to come in first. I don't know. Oscar bump. See, this This do is you, what we're talking about. Do you Does think the that, Oscar bump make 1917 number one over Bad Boys? Well, so then you, you're thinking that the Oscar bump is enough that 1917 might not even really drop from its number last week? Possible. You think it has like a... a, a 
full-on hold. It makes another $30 million. I think it's a crazy rich Asian hold. Jeez. 5%. I still think, I think Bad Boys number one. Bad Boys number one has to be. Bad Boys 1917. Then I guess it's got to be Doolittle. Because what came in number two this week? Star Wars. I think then Doolittle number three. Jumanji number four. And I'm going Little Women number five. Whoa, so Star Wars. Star Wars is dropping. Dropping the Little Women stomp on it this week. Whoa, I would love that. You know what? I'm saying 1917 stays number one. Then Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. Then Does Little. And then I'm going to do the Jumanji Star Wars. Jumanji Star Wars. So Star Wars has, to you, one more week in the top five. Yeah. Yep. That's what I'm going with. What do you think 1917 then makes as number one? You're thinking it makes over $30 million. Well, because I think that Bad Boys is going to make like 28. So I do think that 1917 could make $30 million. So you are, you're pretty low on Bad Boys because if you're saying it opens at 28, you're thinking this is a movie that does not make $100 million domestic. No, I mean, I, I think it, I think it makes sec- 80. I think it makes 80 something. I mean, then that's a failure. You're predicting that this Bad Boys movie is going to be a failure. Internationally, it'll do great. Uh, you know, that's not guaranteed. This is a very American movie. Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm not high on this movie. Wow. Me and you are going to go see it. Of course. Obviously. But I don't know how much the, you need the younger audience. And I think if you have a chance to go see a prestige movie like 1917, it will impress your friends. And people have a chance to see a prestige movie in the theater right now. And that's going to overtake their need to see bad boys. So you, you're looking at 1917 as a movie that by the end of its second weekend has got 70 plus million dollars in the bank already. I think so, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I think wow. this is a juggernaut. Wow, Mendez has pulled the wool over all our eyes. That is a contingent, again, contingent on people still not knowing it isn't World War II. And I don't think the word's going to get out fast enough because he ain't saying it. Will Smith has got to start beating this drum. I think he needs to. It's not Dirty Pool in my estimation. No. All right, so then you're predicting Juggernaut 1917 and Bad Boys starts its way to being a big disappointment. I mean, I don't know what the ceiling for this movie is because so the domestic total for this movie, according to Box Office Pro, is 85. Eighty-five million. Is, that's what they're predicting. That's what they're predicting for domestic, on. and I'm I'm with them. I'm I think I'm with their estimations. It's that's going to be a big story because it weekend. could even go down to twenty-five, and then definitely nineteen seventeen is number one. I mean, the thing is, Bad Boys getting down to twenty-five, we are in Gemini Man territory with this movie. 
Gemini no, Man opened. Gemini was a disaster. Gemini Man opened up at I think eighteen or nineteen million dollars. It, it's not going to open at eighteen or nineteen. But, but twenty twenty five million is not far enough ahead. That, in the end, they're they if if Bad Boys opens up at twenty five million, this is a big big problem for Will Smith. Yeah, we'll see if those YouTube fans this show is his, up. This is his. In some ways, this is his last stand. Yeah. Which is crazy to say, considering in the last 12 months, he has had the biggest movie he's ever been in, Aladdin. But again, again. I know. We're not going to relitigate Aladdin. But Big IP. Will Smith is the reason why it did as well as it did. But we'll see. If, if Bad Boys, if Bad Boys ends up opening a 25 and topping out at around $70 million, Will Smith as a... A-list. As an A-list movie star is, I think, done. Yeah. I'd say that's a... I think think that is true. I think that is 100% true. Well, you know, we got our hook for next week's episode. Absolutely. We, 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 there's always a hook. Box office never sleeps. There's always a hook, huh? Uh So, we did it. Pat, where can they find us? Well, email us at theboboyspodcast.com. At gmail.com. Actually, I got a one shout out an email that we got yes. this past week. Wannabe old boy Josh emailed to say that we were, he was pissed, pissed at how hard we were on some of the movies in our bombs list. Specifically, he's king of Staten Island. He takes that as a personal affront that we were so hard on that movie. Because he worked on that movie. One of our listeners worked oh, on Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, he still got paid. He still got paid, huh? Yeah. Your your paycheck isn't contingent on box office. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you got points, if you got points or back end, then we apologize. Exactly. Because you're an important person. But not Josh, that, but, but, you're not getting points so the B.O. boys could trash the movie. It's fine. It's not going to, yeah, it's not going to harm your money. We ain't fucking with your money, Josh. We would never fuck with your money. No. We wouldn't do that to you, Josh. We would never fuck with your money. We don't fuck with people's money. No. So, King Staten Island is going to be a disaster. Your name is still in the credits. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it. Totally it's fine. Good. We got you. But also, thank you so much for reaching out. Yes, thank you, Josh. And you know what? Rate, review, and subscribe. We need that as well. Mm-hmm. So, do that. Patreon. We got Patreon. We need to pay for an IMDb Pro account. We need to pay for Roland Limp Bizkit song as our theme song. Wouldn't you love to hear that every mm-hmm. time you listen to this podcast? We also need money for our Podbean. We just w- would like a little bit of money. So yeah. it's Patreon slash B.O. Boys. Give us a few shekels. We'd appreciate it. Right. Throw a little something in the tip jar. Yeah. Information should not be free. No. All right. So I think we did it. We did it. We did it. Until next time, we'll We'll smell you at the box office. Yes, Yes. we're back. I tried to do like that, like jump off sides to fuck with you, but it didn't work. Nope.